I didn't even know I wanted to go into sports. But some people that, you know, they know that when they're in middle school. I want to be in sports, you know. And so there's, I don't think there's any right or wrong way or any right or wrong journey. But I think it's hard work. It's treating people right along the way. And that's what's important. Welcome to a brand new season of the Inspire podcast presented by Atrium Health. This is a podcast series for Panthers fans where we highlight admirable women from across the Carolinas as they share stories and lessons from their lives and careers. And I cannot wait to dive in right now with today's guest, the president of the Carolina Panthers, Christy Coleman. Christy, I am so thrilled that you are doing this. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to to be on this. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it because I know how busy you are. And that's actually where I want to start, which is what does a typical day look like for you? And I don't just want to hear about the work stuff. Are you someone that wakes up at 5 a.m.? That's my main question. <laughs> I, I'm actually someone that wakes up at 3 a.m. I... I um, I go to bed pretty early. I like to go to bed at 9, 10 o'clock. But then I've, I just wake up thinking about stuff. So if people get emails from me at 3 in the morning, don't freak out. <laughs> it's only because my mind is wow. is racing. But then I go back to sleep and, you know, then I hit snooze like 10 times <laughs> when my alarm goes off at 6.30. So so that's my, my morning. But I, I just, it's not anything, uh, any reason other than just, you know, your mind just keeps Mm-hmm. It's racing. Do you find that you sometimes work stuff out in your sleep, and you I have do. more clarity at three a.m.? I'll take notes. I'll like have my notes on my phone. I'm like yes. taking just random notes. Um, so, so yeah. But then sometimes you wake up and you're like, "Wait, what was I doing?" <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? So. <laughs> I remember I worked at uh, at ESPN, and of course, similar, you know, twenty four hour process. And I remember sending a few emails right when I would wake up at. 3 a.m. to go into Mike and Mike, and I was like, I was clearly not awake when I sent that email. Just typos all over the place. All oh, of yeah. That. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I have been there before. So um, you wake up at 3 a.m., send some emails, get back up around 6.30. What does your day look like when you get into the office? So so my day, so at 6.30, though, I've got a 3-year-old and 5-year-old that are right by my bed Mommy, I have to go potty, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing in the morning. So we get them ready for school, um, make lunches and, and that kind of jazz before coming in. So it's a pretty eventful morning before 8 a.m. at my house. <laughs> but um, when I get in, you know, I don't, you never know what the day is going to hold. I think that's true probably for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of ta- roll with the punches, you know, what whatever comes at you, you just you deal with it and you, you go on. So. Um, so I can't, I can't describe any one day cause no one day is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's fun. That's, that's what we, that's what makes it exciting to be here. And that's something that I've always admired about you is that you just seem like nothing's going to phase you. I mean, that's what I always just, and I wish I could be more like that. And you're like, yeah, just we'll roll with the punches. We've got this going on and this going on. And something tells me that you're the same af- at nine o'clock at night after a crazy day, as you are when you say that, you're like, yeah, it was a crazy day, but everything's going great. And I just admire that so much. So are you someone that can kind of, is it is it because you're scheduled so well or you compartmentalize? How do you just roll with the punches all the time when you have so much responsibility and two little ones? Um, well, you only, you can control what you can control, right? Yeah. So um, you have to just keep, keep that stuff in perspective. Um, and if you let every little thing get you down, you know, you never make it through a day, I feel. Mm-hmm. So um, you just you got to, you know, take it as it comes and keep a positive attitude. I mean, I don't know how to how to say it 
any different, but that's kind of my mentality. Yeah, I always uh, I always take notes when I'm doing these podcasts. I'm like, oh, okay, how, do, how does this person attack this? How does this person deal with this? Um, there's so much that we can all learn. And I would love to go back through your background and how you got here. Um, so can you walk me through how one becomes president of the Carolina Panthers? Oh, um, uh, I'm still I, I'm still in shock. I pinch myself every day. Uh. I know. Does it sound, uh, has it gotten normal yet to hear yourself described as president of the Carolina Panthers. What's really funny is is people, you know, when I introduce myself and they're like, oh, well, what do you do? And I'll say, you know, I'm the team president. I get this like, look, you know, the, the oh, oh, okay. You know, almost like surprise. Um, I think maybe part of that's being female, being young, be, you know, um, but it's, it, it's, it's been an amazing journey. But I started at Clemson. So I graduated from Clemson in 2006. Um, got my master's in 2007 and started with Deloitte in 2008, mm. um, January of 2008. And actually, um, the Carolina Panthers were my first client with Deloitte. Um, and to work on the Carolina Panthers engagement, you they required that you were there from January to June because the, the, um, that was their like audit schedule, if you mm-hmm. will. So six months of my year every year was spent at the Panther Stadium. Um, so I feel very fortunate from that perspective. And when I would come in every day to the stadium, everyone would just be happy and smiling. And I always felt like, man, I wish I could be a part of that. It must be cool to be to be there. And what was the other six months? I don't want to stop. I just am curious. What Were you in the office? At, so no, the other I six had manufacturing clients and different okay. clients with Deloitte. Okay. So, um, so I got to see a bunch of different companies and a bunch of different things. But the Panthers were, you know, the cool job to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2014, uh, Mike Duden, the previous controller and CFO, had called me to come on board. So they offered me the controller job um, from Deloitte. So I came over in 2014. Um, and, of course, Mr. Richardson sold the team in 2018. Um, and then uh, Mike Duden called me and said that he was resigning. And then he said, you know, Dave Tepper is probably going to call you, so you need to to figure out what you want to do. I called Dave, and Dave, you know, said, meet me tomorrow, meet Tom Glick and I tomorrow at, um, uh, what is that restaurant? I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but meet us uptown at, for lunch. So I did, and they offered me the CFO job while I was on maternity leave. Oh, my gosh. And then, um, so that was 2019, and then fast forward to now, 2020, February 2022, and here I am as team president. So... It's been quite a journey and and a great experience throughout. But I would say there wasn't one moment where I was like, oh, I'm going to be president or I want to be president. Six months ago, it wasn't even, you know, really even a thought in my mind. So I'm just really appreciative of Dave and Nicole to give me this opportunity and to, to see something in me. So. And we are appreciative that you are our president. I remember emailing you. I was like, yes, I am so excited because I said you are someone that I've admired and looked up to and just thrilled that that we now get to, to work under you with you as the president of the Carolina Panthers. It's incredible. I have to go back, though, because I didn't know this, that you were offered the job of CFO while you were on maternity leave. And of course, I have a little bit of a vested interest in this because I just came back from maternity leave. So did you start your first day back from maternity leave was as chief financial officer? Yeah. So it was, you know, when I got so many things go through your mind, like, can I do this? What are, you know, I now have two kids, two boys yeah. at home. And uh, what if I fail? What if, what if this, 
what if I'm not good? And I, you know, you have all of these thoughts. Um, and I remember calling my mom and calling, you know, different, my different family members and telling them about this. And, and my mom was just like, you know, it, you have to do it. You have to try it, you know, at least see if you can do it. And the worst thing that can happen is you, you fail. So it's like, so why not give it a try? And I, yes. Yeah, so I came back from maternity leave and I was CFO and wow. luckily um, it was nice. Dave had Mike Duden stayed on as a, I guess, consulting for us. And so he was right there to support and help through for about six months after. So that was, that was really nice. And how was that transition? Obviously, as you said, you had Mike Tutin, but how was that transition just on a daily basis? Now a mom of two. I remember those, I mean, I'm still in those days of just, you're not sleeping necessarily. You're coming back and, and you're taking on this new responsibility. How, how do you look back on that time once you decided to make the move? So, I mean, it was a conversation with my husband for sure. And we were trying to figure out daycare at the time. Like, you know, I didn't want to be the first our kids to be the first one to daycare and the last ones to leave. So we had to make a decision, you know, how are we going to do this? Do we get a nanny and, and that kind of jazz. And that's what we ended up doing. Mm -hmm. So, so that was a big step for us was just childcare. What are we going to do? And big question marks. But um, my husband has been so supportive and just so great. And he's such a Panthers fan. So I can't yeah. <laughs> if I ever complain about where he's like, Oh, it's not that bad. You know? So, um, so I've got a great support system at home, but at work, you know, not just Mike, but the team. I have had a great team in place, um, and and that's that makes all the difference. And I, I want to go back to, to what you said about um, maybe even six months ago being president wasn't something that was on your radar. Have you ever thought about younger Christy, who the first client was the Carolina Panthers? Would she believe— that the first time that she walked into the stadium that she was going to be president in a, in a very short time? No. <laughs> I, um, you know, when I, when I took the job to, as controller, it was a big, a big decision for me because I thought, I really thought I was going to be the controller for the rest of my life because people in sports don't really leave. They, mm -hmm. you know, they're happy and they love their teams and, they stay, mm -hmm. which is great. But when you're young and coming in and, you know, with an ambition, ambitious, you, you know, you kind of look and you're like, well, wh what's next for me? Mm -hmm. What can be next? So when I accepted the job as controller, I just thought, you know, I'm just going to be a controller for the rest of my life. And I was I was OK with that. I was like, OK, I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to, you know, I didn't have kids at the time. I had just gotten married. But it was like, OK, what's next from from a family perspective? So, so no, I had no, I thought I would just be a controller forever. I wanted to be CFO. So that was always a, as a finance person. And, you know, that was always a goal and an ambition of mine, but to be team president, um, it wasn't, wasn't on my radar, but I felt like I could, I always felt like I could make an impact. Mm -hmm. So, so not, not necessarily a five year, part of my five year plan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or 10 year plan, but, um, but when they, it's funny when they called, when Dave, when I got the call about CFO, I was, I was nervous. I was scared and I was fearful. Like I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. When I got the call about, okay, being president, I had no fear or no, I wasn't scared. It was, 
I got this. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's interesting in that two year gap how I guess I've grown um, in the organization. But and also you had just come out of navigating through a, a pandemic as the CFO <laughs> of Tepper Sports and Entertainment. So, yeah, I'm sure that had something to like, well, hey, what else could be thrown at us? Like, we, you know, you navigated that so well. I, I do want to ask you about we talked about that transition, as you said, um, to CFO. How has the transition been? Um, from CFO of Tepper Sports and Entertainment, the, the parent company, um, to now president of the Panthers just on a daily basis? Because I imagine that even though both are just enormous amounts of responsibility, the the departments that you interact with um, are are different, I, I would imagine. Yes, it's it's been um, very different. So uh, like I've I work with social media now yes. and marketing, which is, you know, from a CFO perspective is, is very different. But it was um, it's been great. Uh, the transition, I would say, I feel very fortunate. I've had the support from Dave and Nicole, um, Coach Rule, Scott, everybody, you know, at the top levels has been so supportive. But then even, you know, when you go to the ticket office and you go down to, you know, the different departments, everybody has been just very supportive. And it it makes you. It makes it easier, I guess I would say, um, and I feel fortunate from that perspective. And we also get to to see you. You are always walking around, seeing everyone, saying hi, which I, I know means a lot to to me and our department. And so now that you are interacting with all of these, every department of the Panthers as an organization, um, knowing that you have a finance background. Are there departments that you previously didn't interface with a lot that you go, oh, I, I really enjoy that side of things, or I've learned a lot? Um, have there been experiences like that where you've dived into oh. stuff that you didn't know? Oh, of course. And I guess, I mean, schedule release, sitting here. Yeah, yeah. I came in at 8 o'clock when Angela pushed the button for schedule release, and it's it's just I love watching it as a fan. Same, yeah. And so getting to see the you know what goes on behind the scenes for that and going to the house that they've rented and all of that. Yes. It's just, it's so fun. It makes it that much more exciting. Like, I almost want to bring my finance, the finance team out to just to see, you know, you're paying these bills, but this is what it's, you know, this is it. And it's so fun. So I've really enjoyed being behind the scenes, if you will, on some of these projects. A little bit of an aside, but one thing that always stands out to me, especially with with Angela, who who runs our social department, or anyone is, how calm everyone is when they press that button for the oh big thing. Oh my goodness! You I can't. <laughs> I was there. I was there last year with them, and you know, uh, Angela and Amy, her predecessor before that, they can be doing ten different things, and they're tweeting out to to millions of fans, and just oh, yep, the most important video of of the month is going out, and they're just so calm, cool, and collected. Which I would not. I would have read. I would have read the tweet eighteen times before I published it, and then still gone. Okay, what? Is this okay? You know. Oh, saying yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how she was trying to get a graphic right, and she's getting help from Reggie, and it was literally within the minute that it needed to go up. Yeah, and she was just like, "Oh, can you get this? Oh, okay, got it." And I feel like it. You know, you just want to be you. You just shocked that they're not more. In- I know I'm nervous for them, yeah. and they're not nervous, which I guess is why. Angela is so great at running that department, and I would not be because I'm just going. I'm you know holding the table like, okay, is same. everything okay? Yeah, I was the same way. It was it was fun though, so I'm really enjoying getting to see the behind the scenes of of, of those different areas. And I I love that you talk about being a fan because that's another thing that immediately the first time I met you, um, something that anyone who has met you would know that you are a fan of the team, not just your husband. You come at this from a fan's perspective. 
So how does that influence the way that that you run the team? It is important to look at it from the fans' lens, but also the employees. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to start thinking of of everyone as a fan. So everyone should be treated well. Everyone should be um, part of the team. And so I think when you come at it from that lens, you change your perspective a little bit. You know, like everyone everyone deserves a chance. Everyone you want everyone to be a part of it. So because you never know who those fans may be. Absolutely. I, I was a fan of the team before I, I got here and, and got to work um, with this organization. And speaking of social media, I remember the first time I got to meet the people behind social media as, as a fan. I'd been following the Panthers Twitter for 10 years and I, oh my God, they were like superstars to me. And I still get that feeling like you do, which is, wow, I get to work with these people every single day um, all across, you know, our game day production staff, everyone. Um, we're sitting here in the podcast studio right now and just listening to, to games on the radio before getting here. So it still strikes me in, in the same way um, that it does you, which I think is incredible. Uh, I want to I wanna get some advice from you. So if a young girl said, hey, Chrissy, I sent you an email and said, one day I want to be the president of the Carolina Panthers like you, what would you tell that young girl? Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. You is there any it. right way to start your path um, or to you came you know from a from a financial background, but are there any little pieces of, of advice in terms of you know the way that people should should prepare for big leadership roles like this? I don't I don't know how you you prepare in, in a sense of like I didn't even know I wanted to go into sports like mm, I don't. Mm-hmm. But some people that, you know, they know that when they're in middle school, I want to be in sports, you know. And so there's I don't think there's any right or wrong way or any right or wrong journey. But I think it's hard work. It's treating people right along the way. And that's what's important. And it goes back to what you just said is you never know who those fans will be one day. You never know whose path uh, you'll cross later on. Um, That's that is great advice. Okay, you're talking about uh, your two little boys and how, you know, 6.30 6.30 a.m., they are up. They are, are ready to, to take their potty breaks. They've got you got to get lunch ready and stuff. I don't know if you have any free time, but if you do, what do you and your family like to do for fun? So we go to the lake. We, mm-hmm. have, we keep a boat at Lake Norman, and we love, we love lake life. And when we're not on the lake and we vacation, we go to Isle of Palm mm-hmm. in Charleston. Um, so it's really... Our places, our happy place is Charleston and Lake Norman. <laughs> Are you able to put the phone down or the emails when you get, you know, you're you're out on the lake for a day? Are you ever able to say, oh, OK, I, I don't have to check my work email right now? Or is it just something that you've just incorporated it into your life? Um, it's it's kind of um, I don't I don't know how to. I'm thinking about this because you want to have a break. Everybody needs a break and everybody needs time to to get away mm-hmm. and enjoy the time with your family. And I think um, I've, I saw it on someone's wall one time, like you you just need to be present. Wherever you are, be present. Mm-hmm. And so I do think it's it's important when I'm with my family and my kids that I'm with my family and my kids. Now, does that mean I don't like check my phone and just to see um, – no, I do, and I, sh- I probably shouldn't, but I do. Um, but I love it. You know, I, I, love, I love my family. I love my kids, but I also love my job. Mm-hmm. I love the organization. So it's, it's hard to turn completely off, but 
but I try to in the moment. Well, that's the best of both worlds, though. That if you if you love both, you know, that doesn't feel like work. If you want to check in while you're out on the boat, you know, <laughs> just make sure everything is is going great. So, do you guys do all the like the water skiing and the? We do. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm impressed. My, well, we're tubing, so that was the new thing last summer. So. With the boys, yes, yeah. that would be that is a lot of fun, no doubt about it. I want to end this. We did this a little bit last season with the current Panthers employees, and I think this will be such a great question for you, considering you are such a fan. Um, What's been your favorite Panthers memory to date so far? I know that there are many more in the future, but do you have one that just sticks out to you? So I, the game 2015 season against Arizona Cardinals, yes. that game, oh my goodness. I mean, the boom, 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 you know, all night long. It was just, it was so fun. And leading up to that game, we had um, snow issues and all yeah. these things. And it was like... It was a real team effort to put that game on and then to be there I, cheering the team on. And, oh, my gosh, everyone in the stands was standing up. It was it was so great. So that that's my favorite memory. From I, have, Panther I have goosebumps. I, I just watched it on TV, and that's <laughs> one of my favorite memories. I can't imagine being there in person, like you said, after everything that it took to get to that point. That's incredible. Well, Christy, I just want to thank you so much for the time and sharing all of your knowledge and, and expertise and giving us a glimpse into what it's like to be president of the Panthers. Congratulations again. Thank you, Kristen. Yes.